Sakpase, Sakpase listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Zoview. I am your co-host Bo. Special, special episode here today for people that may not hear it clearly. Um, this was a recording done over the phone, so I don't know how clear it's gonna sound, but we gonna we gonna figure it out. And I'm gonna let him. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm gonna let them. Well, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Go ahead. Yes. Good evening, everyone. My name is Zavi Lasma. I am a um, singer-songwriter and student. Um, I am 31 years old. And, of course, you know, as you can tell by the name, I am Haitian, of Haitian descent. And, um, basically, I am a trans female. Many of us out here have a problem with it. At the end of the day, that is who I am. And I'll take it back to you, Bo. All right, cool. Oh, so you're one of them Haitians that got the Jamaican accent, too. Yes, because you... I used to um, do dancehall. I used to do dancehall back in the day. Damn. So. I'm, I'm always jealous of people that's able to turn off and on an accent, especially <laughs> Jamaican. I, I was, I'm, I really was, I really have been jealous all my life of people generally. Like, I have two uncles. They're the same way. Like, they could turn on and off a Jamaican accent. And I'm like, yeah, damn, I, I wish mean, I had that type of time. You know, it's been like, I've been listening to Dan Paul since I was like six years old, six, seven years old, you know, with Murder, She Wrote, and I'm in love with him in nearly twice my age. And, I mean, I listen, know, all of that. I listen to reggae and dance hall too, but I still can't get that accent. <laughs> well, we'll get into the reasons why I had no choice but to learn Patois okay. in this podcast. All right. So, before I get started, I know we had a little small talk, but I want to make it clear to the listeners listening. This episode is strictly, mostly educational, conversational, and I know I said this to you, but I'm going to repeat it again. Like, whatever I may ask or whatever comments I may make is not in a disrespectful way. It's strictly because I'm coming from an ignorant place, and I basically just don't know. So, this is all new to me. Okay. Okay. So, for, for listeners... This I'm speaking to a transgender woman. Is that the correct term? Yes, 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 you are. Okay, a transgender <laughs> woman. That means you was once a man, and now you are a woman. Yes, I've always considered myself female. Um, male, being male was the gender that was assigned to me at birth. Okay, so... First, first question. Well, I mean, there's going to be some questions here or there, but mostly conversation. First question. Um, so, how do you like to be referred? As with feminine pronouns, as she, her, those things. Those things. So, like, when you said you're, when I'm thinking transgender, did you, like, completely cut off your penis? No, no. Basically, to explain that thing. The um, vaginoplasty, which is the creation of, um, which is the creation of the, which is the creation of the vagina, the penile mass is actually inverted. It's not cut off. It's inverted. So, so the- basically, the um, how do I say without being crude? The Boy, head of the penis be, be cool. is. Um, Okay. Please okay. Be, be as explicit. Listen, I'm comfortable as a straight man, so you ain't you ain't bothering me. Okay. And, and for the, the listen, the okay. So the cock of the penis is actually turned 
since I still have, since that's like the nerve ending for men oh, or whatever, yeah, the yeah, cock yeah, of yeah. the penis you know is what? actually, you know, turned into a clitoris. You know what? Yeah, I did see a virtual operation of that on social media once. So I think I know exactly what you're talking about. They kind of, so wait, yes. you've had that operation done? No, I have not, not, not yet. Not yet. Um, basically, um, uh, before I do that, I have to, since I want, since I would like children, before I do that, I'm cryogenically freezing all of my sperm. And I have a certain amount of weight to lose because I have hypothyroid. So I have, I have gained a lot of weight in the past, like, you know, four or five years. So I have a certain amount of weight to lose. And then I will be taking, I will be on, you know, I will be on hormones. I'll be doing the HRT, the hormone replacement therapy. And after that time period, I will be doing the vaginoplasty. Damn. So how long is the, how long is that process? Well, basically, it can take to like one to two years. It, it can take like one to two years, depending on which hormones that you use. Okay. You well, know. Well, I'm happy you said that. So, um, you said you want kids, because that was one of my questions. So how uh-huh. how does that how would that work? What you want in kids? Like, are you well? You obviously can't. You, you, it would um, basically. I would artificially. Um, basically, um, I would. Um, my, I would have my son frozen. And but and when my when my <clears throat> excuse me when my husband and I would want kids, you know we would have to find an egg donor, and, and afterwards, you know we would have to go ahead and find um, a surrogate, wow. an egg donor and a surrogate, and you know and we would have to go ahead and artificially inseminate the um, artificially inseminate the egg. For embryos, I'm hoping to do embryos. What's embryo? You know, I'm ignorant. So what's embryo? Uh, basically, where they inseminate the where they ins- where they inseminate the sperm, and excuse me, where they inseminate the egg in a laboratory, and basically, in an in an incubated state, the egg starts developing into the next stage. Of the next stage of um, for, uh, after fertilization, which is an embryo, and then that embryo would be planted. That embryo would be planted inside the uterus of the surrogate. Damn, yeah, that's a lot of medical terms for me, but I, I get I get the gist of it now. Say what? Um, no, no, no. I was just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. I'm a. I'm a. I'm an account. Aside from me doing podcasts, I'm an accountant in the daytime. So the medical field is mm-hmm. not my field at all. So, mm-hmm. is your hu- your future husband boyfriend? Well, is, are you married or that's just your boyfriend right now? No, 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 no. I am not married yet. <laughs> I'm not married yet. Okay, so but I'm close to it though. So when that's I'm close to it though. We do uh my my boyfriend lives currently he's living in Semak in Haiti. Semak is a is a large city that is about thirty to forty miles away from Port au Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um 
basically his um basically he is trying to we're trying to get him over to Nassau right now so that he can be able to come here. Gotcha, gotcha. We're so, gonna we we're gonna get into the boyfriend talk in a minute. That's how so is he is he gonna freeze his eggs too or you want how does when it comes to the baby? Oh, well part, you mean his sperm. His yes, sperm, I'm sorry. Sperm. <laughs> yes. yes, his sperm. <laughs> So the goal is yes. for both of you guys to sperm to to freeze your sperm, hmm. so that we and preferably I would um I would want to um basically I have an idea of the egg donor that I want to choose would be which would be one of the members of his family and he would choose an egg donor we would choose an egg donor from to fertilize his sperm from one of the members of my family so that our children would be you know related. Gotcha. And so that they Wait. still have the same facial features as we do. But that wouldn't be or whatnot. That wouldn't be a little too creepy having like a family member as a as an egg donor though. Well, for the my family member would be my family member cuz I have a cousin that I'm trying to like um use. My my family member would be his egg donor. His cousin, no, my family member, my cousin would be his egg donor. And his cousin would be my egg donor. Oh, so. okay, okay. Because I was, even still, like, that's not, how can I put it? You know how, like, when relatives have sex with each other and they have a kid and then the kid come out fucked up? Yes, but it wouldn't be, technically it wouldn't be like that. Because at the end of the day, it's like, okay. Like, they're not, they, we don't have a biological link. Me and my boyfriend, we don't have a biological link to each other. But the same, e- but the same so, eggs do, though. The kids do. They would be related. They would be cousins. They would be cousins. Oh, so y'all yeah, so not having multiple having, kids. They, hopefully they won't have, hopefully they won't have, you know, you know, um, they won't have interactions with each other. That would be if they would have interactions in that sense with each other. <laughs> okay, okay, I got it. Huh? Okay, for for so far, because this is to be honest with you, this is amazing to me. For for the listeners that may not know, I was we were supposed to have a trans person as. I made progress already because me last year would say a trans, a trans. Oh, I wouldn't even say the word trans. I'd be like, we had a, a person that's like a a man turn turn. I didn't know the term, so I was just saying some crazy shit. But I was supposed to have a trans person on here before, but listeners, that trans person was just too pussy to be on. That motherfucker realized like, oh, this was gonna be on a podcast. Other people was gonna listen, and then like. The person would see how other listeners will have feedback on certain shit, and then he or she, I don't, they just pussy out. But that's cool. That's besides the point. But you, on the other hand, are a much more interesting person to talk to because one, you're Haitian, you're Caribbean yeah. one, and you're yeah. a transgender, which is something I personally didn't know exists. I mean, honestly, it's more common than you think. It it had been more common in the past, but with the advent of Protestant Christianity, you know, um, with well, with evangelical American influence, you know, 
now, in, especially in countries like Haiti and Jamaica and the Bahamas, you know, because a lot of people need to realize that, you know, Jamaica wasn't always like this. And Jamaica is, and Haiti is starting to get the same way that Jamaica was about 30 years ago. So after the HIV AIDS crisis in the U.S. and when the, when the U.S. LGBT population were demanding their rights, and it was an evangelicals, these racist white evangelicals, you know, who were realizing they were losing ground in their own country, they ended up spreading their messages of hate to the developing nations, to the developing and underdeveloping nations, and which meant going into the Caribbean and inciting violence against the against the local LGBT populations over there. Because they're like, okay, since we can't do anything over here, let's do let's let's spread our message gotcha. towards well, countries that, you know Yeah, we know. We know the, the white man always fucks shit up. We know. Yes. Basically. And but, mind you, a lot of these people don't realize a lot of these people didn't realize, okay, yes, they may spread messages of hate towards a certain sector of the population, but that mean, but they have that same hate for the rest of you as well. The rest of us, they have the same hate for all of us as well because we are not white. That's cool. You know. Okay. Well. Okay. Uh, let's go back to your boyfriend. So you're here in America. You're you live in South Florida for for people yeah. that that may not know, and he lives currently in Haiti. Yes, he lives currently in Haiti. He's so, a pediatrician. So you're you you told me before we started recording that you're not the diaspora, uh, you're not the diaspora in a relationship. For the Americans, the Yanks listening, diaspora just means somebody that's in America. That's basically is the normally if you're in America and you have a relationship with somebody in the Caribbeans or in other underdeveloped countries, that means that you're the breadwinner. You're the person doing everything. And so on and so forth. And you're telling me that you're not the Jasper. Technically, um, basically, technically, um, I had no, at the beginning of the relationship, it wasn't like that. But um, you have to understand that in, um, I think, last year, 2018, that's when a lot of the, um, that's when a lot of the, you know, civil disturbances started happening in Haiti. And, you know, he basically, his business, he runs a pediatric pharmacy over there. And his semi? business was one of the businesses that was burned down. Oh, okay, okay. During that time, I, I know it's all about. So, yeah, his, so, business, his business was one of the businesses that burned down. So, me, um, when me, you look funny, me and the rest of his family, we did a gathering of money so that he could be able to leave to go to to leave, you know, to go to the U.S. to get to receive his visa. Gotcha. However, the visa restrictions it's cool, are it's so cool. severe. It's cool. You don't have to go into details with that one. It's cool. Yeah, we, we know we we us us immigrants know the situation, so it's cool. Yes, it was really bad. Yeah. So, how so, long have you guys been together? We've been together since um, I've known of him since. December 2016, but we've been together since um, May 20, 
well, we started talking to each other May 2017, and we've been to this month, the 20th of this month will make it exactly two years. So how often do you guys see each other since you're in two different countries? Um, basically, we usually see each other on FaceTime. So, yeah, so, ne- wait, you guys never seen each other in person? No. What? Why? Because it's expensive to go to Haiti. I know that. But it I'm... is expensive to go to Haiti, but the thing about it is, you know, um, I've tried personally, but with the jobs that I do have, I work at security. Temporarily, well, not temporarily, but I do work at security, and I'm not gonna lie. Hold on, hold on. I ain't gonna lie. The nigga in me is just no disrespect. It's just laughing at the fact that you're a trans woman working as a security. To me, that's just hilarious. I know some of, the, <laughs> I know some of the niggas that's listening right now gets the joke. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So, oh, but you, you best believe I get my licks in. No, no, no. I believe no. I believe you. It's just that to me in my head, that's like a scene off of a movie. That's all. Oh. Like I could literally vis- vis- visually see a trans woman fucking roughing up some little nigga that think he tough and think because you're a trans woman, he just gonna get over on you. That's what I'm thinking. That's the image I have in my head. But go ahead. I mean, but think about it is we're not allowed to touch the people or whatever. Like we, I'm not armed security. I, I'm, I'm getting my armed license within a couple of weeks. I already took the examination. I already passed. So, but the thing about it is, it's just like, you know, a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes that, you know, are, that are really fresh are actually dudes that try to talk to me. Oh, or whatever. Okay. And I turn and I definitely turn them down because at the end of the day, you don't have the educate. They don't have the education and they don't have the pay bracket. And women kind of Okay, we go. We go get into that. We go get into that. But hold on. So you mean to tell me you've been in a relationship with someone for two years? I know Haiti is mm-hmm. expensive, but it's really not that expensive. I was just in Haiti in May. I mean, it depends on the time the that you go. But but this is but this is the thing, you know. I mean, a lot of with a lot of personal decisions that I've made, uh-huh. you know, it's made it, it. You know, a lot of really bad personal decisions that I've made. It's really difficult for me to keep money because at the end of the day, my bills are very high. You know, I have I had a car note. My car note was okay, but right. my insurance is very high, and I got you, you know due to I- a couple of accident that I have and yeah, you know you live, and the you, thing about this I'm trying to save to leave my parents' house. I got you, you know, it's just like, you know, this economy is bad. It's, I understand, <laughs> but to to you don't so he knows you're a trans woman, correct? Yes, he knows. And he knows that's what the type that he's dating. That's the type that basically in order to explain my man's sexuality, it's like he's kind of pansexual when it comes to feminine when it comes to females and feminine people all right whatever hold so on. basically hold on you gotta i've heard the term pansexual before and i've asked yes. different people about it and everybody has told me something different so give basically, me give me you your brief that means <clears throat> when you are pansexual that means you you have romantic love and sexual interest, romantic love and sexual interest for people of all different genders. 
all different genders and all different sexualities or whatever. But the reason why I say, and you know, he talks about it from a feminine, he's interested in a feminine point of view is that no matter the gender of the female or whatever, no matter if, if the person is considered a woman in our society, in our society that includes feminine men, you know, but if the person is considered a woman, then he basically has some type of romantic interest Wait. or type of sexual interest towards the person. Hold on. When you you said... know, whether the person is whether the person is a trans female or a cisgender female or a effeminate guy. Hold on. You but. said when a person is considered a woman. My my question is that to you, I mean I'm not going to say to you. To me, what I consider is there's two genders. There's male and there's female. But you're... Yeah, you're, but the thing about it is, you know, I hate to cut you off, but the thing about it is that binary gender concept has only been recently introduced to 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 human beings as recently as the late 1800s. You know, in the late 1880s. when Because basically... Gender is a societal construct. Uh, And, you know, gender is a societal construct. And the thing about it is, you know, gender as as well as human sexuality, it's a wide spectrum when it comes to human sexuality. It's a wide spectrum. And And when it comes to gender, it's a wide spectrum as well. I ain't gonna lie. 2019, I am just learning that. So... I'm once again I am ignorant to all of that and you know I'm open to learning some of it not all because I can only take in so much at a time before the shit just start being yeah. so I like for example it's, like it's like babanku it's for, like babanku baila baila temoso exactly exactly yeah like, like for example like you know there's LGBTQ and I think there's more letters behind it I yeah. I understand all well I understand why there's all letters behind it, but coming from a straight I I don't like the fact that there are people in that community that's annoying where it comes to like I'm supposed to know all those letters or what those mean. First of all, I'm not being real mean, with you. But the thing about it, but the thing about it is, I I guess like you know it depends. I would think that it probably depends on the race of the person. I think the people that would probably be more annoyed would more than likely be white because, I mean, if you're raised in a black environment or if you are you if you are black or whatever, especially if you are African or Caribbean, then, I mean, you would, um, you would have a more understanding. I mean, you would have a, like a more, you would be more, not compassionate, but you would be understanding to the point where, okay, yeah, this person doesn't know. However, you know, the same people that, you know, don't know usually say the most disparaging things. And it's not that just they don't know. It's like they don't want to know, you know? I got so you. it's just, you know. Well, that's not the case with me, but I get what you're saying. But all I'm trying to say is that, for people that get upset at straight, for for example, straight men like me, a straight black man at that, that I don't know or I'm not aware, 
Like, motherfucker, I be, t- I be telling them now, yo, y'all niggas just came out. Well, it's not that, it's not that they just came out. No, 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 It's no. the fact that now, now, now everybody in the society is having a voice. No, 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 you know, let, me, always, let me go back. We've always been there. You know, we've always back. been there. Let but, me, you know... Let me let me rephrase what I said. When I say y'all just came out, I don't mean as in, like, oh, it just so happened that in 2015 or 2016, transgenders just stopped popping up in the world. I'm saying they y'all just came out as in, like, the term LGBTQ, whatever, that hasn't been out for long. Uh-huh. And all I'm saying is that, yo, take it easy. Because I... This is aside from what we're talking about. I have a big issue with certain companies and certain laws when it comes to. Let me, it's not an issue, but it's just something I look sideways is the fact that we're still dealing with black issues, at least in America. But for some reason, LGBT issues or whatnot is being is being more so worked on in, in, the, in LGBT favors than black issues are if i'm making any sense yes and i see where you're coming from you know and that was particularly seen in the um, last administration you know in the obama administration oh yeah that was however that's all that was that was that was that was my only big beef with obama i always felt like obama fight for everybody else's rights except blacks at least in my opinion Um, that's what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, the, I guess he didn't want to. I guess he didn't want to seem too pro-black. Yeah, because he I can didn't want to alienate. He didn't want to alienate, you know, certain sectors of the society. I completely get that. But at least, at least do one thing for the blacks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. At least do one. Mm-hmm. But anyways, anyways, enough about that because I don't really care. I don't like talking politics or law and shit like that because that's irrelevant and it's more opinion opinion based. So okay, so yeah. your boyfriend in Haiti, he knows your he's knows he knows your transgender. First of all, honestly, yeah. I didn't know there were. This is coming from an ignorant place. I didn't know there were people in Haiti that's that advanced in their thought process of saying, "Oh, I am a person who's um attractive to." the term transgender or I am a person who's well it's really not being advanced in their thought process or whatever it's it's basically it's cultural based because Haiti is dominated by traditional African ways of thinking through the voodoo religion and because of this religion basically you know people it's your spirit that matters, not who you sleep with, or whatever. And with the because of because of the cosmology of the loi, because of the or, or the spirits. For those of you who are not Haitian, you know, because of the cosmology of the voodoo spirits and who and who and their gender and who they interacted with. It's like basically, if you are of a if you are of one gender, you can be able to have a chief spirit or a chief loi that is of the opposite gender or whatever, that is of the opposite sex, which basically dominates your thinking and, you know, your personality. Basically, these spirits contribute to the personality of many individuals. 
Now, when it comes to me, for instance, I have the spirits of Ezri Dante and Ezri Sleda. Ezri Dante is a very, you know, aggressive-like spirit, a very motherly-like spirit, a very tough spirit, you know, which fits my personality. Because I don't want to take shit from nobody. I'm going to give a rascal care what I do or whatever. So if you come to, if you come to me with the foolishness, I'm going to know your ass. That's how the spirit is, you know? And then Ezri Fleda is more so the diva, the pampered princess, you know, more so the, she has all this feminine energy, all this sexual energy. It said that, according to Vodriza, it said that all the men in Haiti belong to Ezri Fleda or whatever. All Haitian men belong to the spirit. Okay. You know? All right. So, so... Even, even there are a lot of females who are lesbians who have Ezri Dante as their, as their spirit, as their spirit guide, or some of them have Ogu, the Ogu Felai, the spirit of, the spirit of the, the law of war and of iron and warfare or whatever, who is basically Ezri Dante and Ezri Fleda are basically two of the Haitian spirits who guided the slaves towards rebellion and eventual independence. Cool, cool. Okay, so let's switch it real quick. So I gotta ask this. So you've been in a relationship uh-huh. for two years, and you guys haven't seen each other physically yet. No. How do yet. you? So you mean to tell me it's been two years since you had sex? Um, no. <laughs> oh, shit. No. So you mean to tell me you out here cheating on your man in Haiti? Um, basically, you know, um, he basically told me, you know, I don't Okay, okay, so. Because at the end so, of the day, at the end of the day, hold on, okay, hold on. Let me, let me explain Hold something. on, hold on, real I quick. I do not advocate cheating, but this real is. Quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Real quick, I don't care what gender, what you're classified as. Sex is sex. At the end of the day, our body as humans, we need it. Yes, I... yes, yes. Okay, but let me explain something. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, so basically, my boyfriend in in late October, you know, he showed me a picture, a very explicit picture, and I'm like, "This on me, neglected my girl." And then I'm like, I'm sitting up there, I'm telling him, I'm like, I don't know if I can take like that. So, so he told me, he told me, he said to me, okay, like, whatever. For the people, for the Americans listening, I'm not translating that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not translating that as a straight man, but I get what you're saying. So go ahead. I just wanted to let yeah. the Americans know listening that it's explicit. And as a straight man, I choose not to ex- uh, ex- explain that. But go ahead. But I, I will. So, um, <laughs> 
basically told me that he was, you know, he was very large and that um, he basically... I'm trying to keep it as PG as possible. Don't. This he is, this is very, not... Listen. very large and that... Wait, wait a minute. This is not a PG-13 podcast. You could be as explicit. Oh, okay, this is not. This is not at all. Trust me. Once you get a, once you go back and listen to some of the episodes we talked about on here, you'll be like, "Nah, this shit ain't nothing PG about this podcast." Okay. So please, okay. go for it. Okay. So his member, Phil's member, you know, the glorious member, is really glorious. It's really big. It's a huge pumper, you know. So the thing about it is, he was like, "Okay, in order for you to get ready to probably, have, in order for you to get used to, you know, my my pumper, my thing." or whatever, you probably would have to have sex with other guys that have smaller things. I'm like, okay. You know, and so um, I met a guy. I met a new patient. So, so he gave you a pass? Guy. He gave you a, 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 a what they call that? A pass of just do whatever you want? A hall pass? I, yes. <laughs> yes, that's what you can say. Hey! hey. You know, that's, what you can, <laughs> that's what you can say. Wow. But, um, but um, he basically, like, um, he sat up there. He, um, you know, I, I sat up there. I found somebody or whatever. If I could think of feeling, you know, I had a desire. So, um, basically, we talked. We talked for a while. And, you know, one night, you know, I, because I was working at a center. I was working at like a like an LGBT center, so they had a lot of condoms okay. at one, at that place. So I was preparing for the night. Got the condoms, the flavored condoms, and the lube, and you know everything. And you know, but thank God he came with his own. The, the guy came with his own condom. I mean, it was uncomfortable. We were having sex in my car or whatever. You know, I had to pick this dude up from wherever he was, and then. The thing, I mean, yeah, it was it was good, but the thing that really pissed me off that made me not want to deal with this guy ever again was that you know he was asking me for ten dollars. Oh, he was one so of that he could be able to go to work the next day. And I'm just like, okay, um, I'm like, oh no, I don't have it or whatever, which I didn't. And um, you know, my like. You know, I'm just like, okay, you just finished. I just picked you up, and you were just finished smoking some weed and drinking some alcohol. You had $10, but you wasted it anyway on getting high and getting buzzed as fuck. So <laughs> the thing about it is, you come to me with this type of bullshit saying that, oh, you know, can, and, you know, can I get $10? I'm like, nah, nigga. What, uh, the, fuck, what the fuck you mean get $10? So, Bitch, motherfucker, please. You better go somewhere with that. Wow. Okay. So that that that's crazy. So your boyfriend gives you a hall pass totally, or is that is it just that one time? Um. Basically, it was. I don't really know how to describe. You know it what? It's okay. A, it's okay. Hall pass. I don't. But wanna... I think it. But I... I think it was like a kind of total thing. Okay. Or whatever. I think it was a total thing. But the thing about it is, it's just like, I realized most of these dudes down here, they're about the same shit. They don't have shit. And they are like, you know, they basically, it's just like, okay, I feel cooking. 
have token cooking, like after you after you fuck me, oh, you know, you want some money? I'm like, I'm good. Oh gotcha. I'm good. You go about so, your way, I go about my way. And ever since then, like ever since then I was I was celibate before. Now I'm back to being celibate again. So, so that was a year since that had happened. That's crazy. So so Okay, I'm gonna run to some questions. Shout out to some of the listeners that um, I'm in a group chat and I asked this question because I know majority of people listen to the podcast, and I was running out of questions, and I was just curious of some of the questions some some people may have. So I'm gonna go through some of the questions that I know some of the listeners have, and me too. But my first question is: So, do you consider the people that likes you that are into you? Do you consider them gay? Um, no. This is the reason why. Because when I did identify as um, gay or whatever, when I did identify as gay, you know, basically those men who were gay, those men who were gay, you know, those men who did identify as gay as well, whether they were, and I'm interested in masculine men. So I have have a certain type. Uh So that we'll get into later on. So, like, my type what, that, that considered themselves to be gay were never interested in me. And so, other feminine guys basically did not like me. So, there was a lot of jealousy so, because I looked so feminine and I resembled my actions. Okay, so basically, basically speaking, most guys who sat up there and, you know, most gay guys, I would ask them, like, hey, you know, you know, they would they would tell me, you know, you act too feminine, you know? Some of the, you talking you about some of the gay guys, feminine. you talking about some of the gay guys that are masculine that are, that you, you was hoping that was into you? You talking about those guys? Yes, yes. Basically, when I identified as gay, I never dated a quote-unquote gay guy. Oh, what not? So, what do you consider the guys that's into you? Are you? They're not straight, are they? They're they're straight because technically I'm a woman. You know, no gay like guys who are gay are not into me. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Especially when I like how I present myself. You know, especially how I present myself. Okay, especially how I present myself. Okay, you know, I present myself as a female. So but- when I normally walk down the street or when I go to my job, you know, rarely, well, no, no gay guys sit there and comes up and tries to approach me. Only straight men do. And I let the straight men know, you know, hey, this is what I am. You know, I'm not that women, women, okay, so, so you, you know, you tell, you tell guys straight up who you're a trans woman. Yeah. Okay, I, I respect that. I respect that. But this is what's confusing to me. Because I, I understand why a gay guy wouldn't be interested in you. Because technically, if a guy is gay, that means he's into other guys. Uh-huh. But the thing is that, in my head, this is how I'm processing it. If you still have a penis, you're still a man. Well, this is the thing. You have these the, you have many of us who are on hormones who have other 
who have other feminine features besides the genitalia. It's not always about genitalia, you know, because, I mean, me, I don't have hormones and I have breasts. I have breasts, I have thighs, I have a feminine shape, I have a feminine voice. So, like, I'm not on hormones and I already have, and I have, you know, sizable backside and thighs and everything like that. I'm shaped like a woman and I have the hourglass figure or whatever. And the thing about it is, Gay guys, gay guys do not want to see that. They are well, I could, who, I could understand that because gay guys are into other guys. So I get that. I get that. That's that'd be the confusing part with me with like um gay women, some gay women that's into dykes. Because I'm like that dyke is basically looks very much and acts very much like a guy. But come to find out later on in life, like those gay girls always turn out pregnant and stuff like that. So, but that's another story for a whole nother day. <laughs> yes. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother episode. We'll it's, 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 it's very confusing. So you're telling me that guys that are into you are not considered gay. You consider them straight. Yes. Okay. Basically. Okay. Well, agree to disagree. I personally don't agree or get it, but it's okay. I was just curious on how, how, what do you label those guys as? So before you became a transgender woman, you classified yourself as just a gay man for people that, okay, rewind real quick. Well, not Wait, hold really, on. Hold on. Not, not really. Right. Like basically I still referred, it was, it was okay. This is probably into how it's probably leads into how I was raised. So basically my family Half of my family, well, a good portion of my family, practices voodoo and Catholicism or whatever. And so I was treated like a girl. I was treated like a girl, and that's the way I was seen as, you know. You're talking about early on? You're talking about early on in your childhood, you was treated like a girl? Always? Yes. Basically, I I had to cook, I had to clean, I had to wash. I had to do I all that, to but I wasn't bad ass oh. kids that did not watch that did not like me. Hold on, hold or on. Or whatever. I had to cook, I had to clean, I had to wash, and I wasn't considered as a girl. So that that part doesn't mean anything. That thing about it is I was a feminine. So the thing about it is I was a feminine. And Earl, like, like basically the boys in my family the boys did not do anything. They were irresponsible. The girls had to do that. The girls had to do that. So even oh, early on, it was it was early on in your parents' eyes. So to why you were treated like a girl? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. So, so is, are my you... parents already knew that I was different. So that's why they 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 were like, okay, you know, even my grand my grandmother knew that I was different. So they were like, okay, so this is how, this is how, this is how he is or whatever or whatnot. So we can't do anything about it. Wow. We so, can try, but it never works. I respect, I respect, you your, I respect those family members because I'm just thinking about one, I'm sure your families are older, so they're old school, I'm assuming. And two, they're Caribbean. Yeah. Those two doesn't mix when it comes to being open-minded or being okay how a child is. So I commend them for that. Mm. Okay, backstory. Listeners, me and you went to Florida A&M together. I'm just giving the listeners yeah. a backstory. Um, what linked us 
what linked us here today is because we was, I was on a live with somebody else. Damn, I can't remember her live name. Please forgive me for not remembering your live name. And you was on there, and we was, you guys was having a similar conversation. And then I remember that I, I went to school with you. And, you know, we talked we talk a little before this recording. I'm just giving the listeners some background. Like, you know, when you was about to graduate college, I was just a freshman, so I was a little behind you. But that's how I remember you a little bit. So, yeah. just to get this straight, so, so early on, you were considered as gay or you viewed yourself as a gay person? Because um, I'm just thinking... That was around that time, around that time when I was in school that I was, was considering myself to be trans, which was back in, like, um, 2011. Okay. That's when that... I started to wear the hair and makeup and, to be honest, you know, I don't the remember anxiety that. clothes and stuff. I don't remember that. That was my freshman year at FAM, and I don't... I do remember the the things I remember about you. One, you was outspoken, and two, I kind of figured you was gay. But at the time, um, I didn't know what the hell a transgender was. Keep in mind, this is like 2011, my freshman year, so I was still new to a lot yeah. of things. So in my head, I'm like, okay, oh, he's just a gay dude. That ain't nothing, cause I I grew up in Miami, so Miami, you know, a lot of dudes I grew up around were gay, and that's cool, cause I didn't give a fuck, cause. My view of of guys that's gay back to this day is like, oh, you gay? That's cool. Because in my head, I'm like, oh, that's more women for me out there in the world. Because the, yeah. the, 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 the way the word is set up, there's already not enough men for women. So you going gay makes it even more women for me. That's how I... That was just my whole choice. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I view it. That's how I viewed it. I still kind of view it now, but I'm I'm more mature now. But when I was really hoeing, when I was in school, that's how I viewed it. I was like, okay, bet. Appreciate you for going gay. That was a thought process in my head. But anyway. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's the thing that I really didn't understand. Like, you know, like when it comes to, no offense to you because, you know, you're a Haitian guy, but when it comes to a lot of Haitian men that approach me with bullcrap bull and fuckery about me being trans, I'm like, okay. Think so masterfully, and they call me masterfully. So, think so masterfully, so I wanna, or whatever. If I'm a masterfully, then you're a hoe, or whatever. Because I don't hoe around. Gotcha. You hoe around. Gotcha. You know. But. So even back then at at fam, you considered yourself trans. Yes, I did. Huh. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know. Okay. So, what is what is your type as a trans woman? Um. What is your type as a trans woman? Oh, my God. Okay, so now we're getting to this question. Okay, yeah. so basically, um, when I used to, at the time when I used to be stuck on skin shade and everything like that, whatever, my type was basically, you know, like, tall, you know, stocky, kind of built dude. He didn't have to be that toned. You know, he could be toned. He can be toned. Or he could be not that tone, but as long as he was thick, as long as he had muscles or whatever. And, you know, an athletic build. He has to play some type of, he has to play some type of sport or whatever. Like, to get, be, be you know, be health conscious and stuff like that. You know, that, you know, and, you know, some type of, well, it's not that I chose for men to be Caribbean. It just so happens that most of the men that I ended up going out with have been either Haitian or Jamaican. 
Really? So, that's the two Carib- yeah. Caribbean islands? Huh? That's the two Caribbean islands, those two? Yes, just those, actually only those two Caribbean islands. Wow. Those are the men that actually come up to me and those are the men that actually approach me. That's funny because, you know, Caribbean men, I mean, Jamaican men, there's always that stigma that they're not with that gay shit at all. Uh, Yeah, but this is the thing. The guys that sit up there and talk about, you could tell when a guy is into, you could tell when the Jamaican guy is probably into doing that. Why? Several ways. Because he sits up there and he treats women like shit. He, he bigs up men, always treats women like shit. And you have to really question that guy's sexuality. It's just like, okay, really? how so, is it that you're treating oh, somebody of the opposite sex? This is a like great... Hold on, hold on. Yet. This is great. So you're about to tell us how you could tell when somebody is, is either gay or is into trans? Is this what you're about to say right now? Yes. yes. Okay, go for, yeah. go for it. Go for it, because I'm always so I'm always curious. Go, go. When it comes to when it comes to when it comes to men, if a guy is willing to sit up there and beat up on a woman or disrespect a woman and demean a woman or whatever, and he does that to all women, but yet, you know, when it comes to dudes, like he acts he he acts you know, like he's happy to be around them or he's always hanging out with his friends instead of being at home with his girl. And he's so quick <laughs> to hang out with his friends and being around his boys. Oh whatever. my he feels, God. Well, basically, he feels more comfortable. Basically, he feels more comfortable being around guys than girls. So that's one sign. You know, that's how you can tell. Well, ladies, ladies that's listening, here y'all go. You know, when you when that dude you into always hanging around with his boys and never with you? Yo, you know what's so funny about this? Because I could just imagine there's a meme that needs to go around. Well, I hate the mm. fact that the ladies used to bring out this meme of like, when when the boy is saying he's with his homeboy house and it's always some gay picture up, but anyways, yeah, go go ahead. Go. Yeah, <laughs> basically, I mean that's what it meant. That's what it could be. Okay, you so, never know. And it's like if you if your if your boyfriend has that one homeboy that he's always hanging around and always really really close to, I'm like girlfriend, Miguel, <laughs> you need to watch you need to watch those two. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so how else? How else do you detect that? It, and how they react towards gay guys. That's the main oh, indicating yeah, yeah, factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I how always... they react towards gay guys. And this and now and now this is where we this is where we talk about this is where Caribbean men come in. If a man is comfortable with himself and his sexuality, you know like me for if example. A man is comfortable with him, yes, like you for example. If a man is comfortable with himself and his sexuality, then of course he's not gay. You know, if he can have a gay friend, if he can, you know, basically, you know, treat gay people with respect, no matter what type of gay person they are, then yeah, that's something that you keep. Because at the end of the day, you never know if you if you if you marry this guy and you wonder what if one of your children end up being gay. Okay, quick, you never know. Quick, 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 so quick, quick, it, quick story. Uh-huh. I, I am that guy, actually. I am that guy. Like, I, first of all, my always rule of thumb is I don't give a fuck what you're into. Because whatever, you, whatever you're into doesn't make my dick hard. So that's why I never understand why some guys be, like, so against or be talking so much shit when it comes to gay dudes or gay people in general. Because in my head, I'm like, yo, that shit don't 
stop me from getting pussy. So I don't give a fuck. But quick story, because I am that guy. But I remember I had this gay homeboy that, you know, I'm comfortable with. I'm like, yo, I don't give a fuck if you're gay. That shit don't bother me. And then I remember one day this nigga came to me to the side and asked me, am I down low? And to uh, me, that's, a dumb, that's a dumb question to ask. And to be honest that's with you. A dumb question to ask. The dude was actually trying to be thirsty. I'm sorry. Bro. And to be yeah. honest with you, I feel a little disrespected because I'm like, yo, here I am. Here we are in the As world. Here we are in the world where you want us straight men to be comfortable with you. But the minute I'm comfortable with you, you automatically think I'm down low or gay on the side or some shit. And ever since he told me that, to be honest with you, I kind of take a step back on certain gay dudes. It's not because I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm not friends with them or nothing like that. It's just that, yo, like, here I am thinking, okay, we passed the stage because we're both comfortable around each other. And I personally don't give a damn if you're gay or not. But because I seem so comfortable, you think I'm gay. That's mm. crazy. I mean, but there are some gay guys. There are, well, particularly feminine men or whatever that, you know, have that, you know, seductive quality to them. And, you know, that, you know, basically... A lot of them, well, at least he asked, you know, which is kind of disrespectful in itself. But there are some gay dudes that basically they'll be alone with you and they'll, you know, shoot their shot. You know unfortunately, what? you know what you write. Yeah, no. That is something I remember I talked about this before on the podcast. That is something that, you know, I give him credit for because I mean, at least he's asked because if he were to do something else, then I would have just had to fight him. Just out of like manhood at this point. Yeah. But I respect. I, in a way, I do somewhat respect him for asking. But that is that is crazy. Yeah. So you did say you did. Oh uh, well, we I think we a little bit talked about this. You say your your family was acceptive to how you are early on. So that was well, basically not all of my family. My immediate family. So my immediate family. My like, father's family. Uh-huh. My father's family. Um, this, not my grandmother. Not my grandmother's family. My my father's mom's family. I grew up around them, and they kind of had an idea of who I am as a person, whatever. And but my my aunts, my aunts and their children, I don't have a relationship with them anymore. So, and that's because you know, in Haiti they have a saying where. Montrer la belle visage en face de la société, which means in French, you know, show your good face in front of people, which basically means to be a hypocrite. So, you know, and they have this concept that links to this idea called mawanage, you know, which means um, when when the slaves used to go in, into hiding, that's what they call mawanage. That's where the word, I think, maroon comes from. Uh-huh. You know, my own, yeah. the runaway slaves that escaped in Jamaica and Guyana and Suriname okay. or whatever. You know, all of these origins have the all these origins have um, all of these words have origins in the word cimarron, which means wild dog in Spanish. Okay. okay, so basically, a lot of Haitians tend to hide their emotions, but the thing about it is. They may hide what they're saying in front of you, but I mean, your and the Zen ends up coming back to you. So it was one of those things where a lot of my family members, they were jealous of me going to Tallahassee 
going to Tallahassee to study, being, having my parents being able to afford to send me to Tallahassee. And for me, not, I not only graduated with one degree, I graduated with three. I graduated with a degree in criminal justice, French language, and Spanish language. So, um, and I graduated cum laude. So a lot of them were, um, a lot of them felt some type of animosity towards me, you know, behind hate. my back. Just, oh, just normal family hate. Everybody has those, so I get it. Yes. Yeah, and the you. thing about it is, it's just like, because, and I think, part, and with the, with, being, with me being trans, it's like anytime I go to a family event, I'm always well-dressed. My my makeup is very my makeup is well done. My hair is well done. I mean, after I graduated from Cotton College School, I, I know. Excuse me. After I graduated from um, Cam, I went to Cotton College School. So. So you had you people know, you had people hating on you just because your your hair your hair was did nice. Yeah, my hair was done. My face was done, and the way I was, the way I presented myself. You know, I mean, these are bitter. Angry Haitian women because I mean they sat up there and the only re- the only reason why they got married was because they got pregnant, you know. <laughs> so right. I was right. like, and their kids turned out to be nothing but shit. So well, anyways, that yeah, that's them. It's cool with that. So qu- another question: What is the misconceptions about trans people that you could share with us? Basically, that we all are streetwalkers and prostitutes. And that we, that we basically, any guy who ends up finding out that we're trans, oh, that we give blowjobs and, you know, and that we're quick to steal other people's men and that, yes. That's a misconception? Yes. Yes. First of all, if y'all quick to steal other people's men, that means that man was never for that person. Yeah. Mm. I totally agree. We give y'all give no job. I mean, for, not that I do that. So you know, that's wait, I don't want karma to get on me. So. One of the misconceptions is that you guys give head. That's it. I mean, basically that we're overtly sexual, and that a lot of us are escorts, and that a lot of us basically, you know, it's like people sexualize us. Really. People sexualize us, yes. It's like, and they, and instead of focusing more so on our stories, instead of focusing more so on who we are as people, uh-huh. you know, it's just like the narrative is like, okay, what's between your legs? Or, you know, or, um, you know, people ask oh, what your name was before you, um, what your name was before you transitioned or, you know, those type of questions like that. Okay. You know, they always, it's like people are always focusing on your past, you know, as to before you transitioned. And people are always focusing on, you know, basically, you know, people like normal people or whatever, like, like everyday people, it's like, oh, you know, you you must do this, you must do that because you're a trans. Hmm. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I ended up choosing my boyfriend in the first place. Why I ended up staying with him in the first place because, you know, he wanted to get to know me for me. He didn't automatically assume that I was, you know, sexual 
or whatever. He didn't automatically assume that I was an awana or that I was a, an avadra or that I was a boozing. None, none of those type of things. That's crazy. So when he was asking, when he was asking to get to know me, you know, he was really unlike most men that I actually dealt with. You know, he didn't assume anything sexual about me. That's crazy because I almost, to me that just sounds like anybody that the misconception of you guys are very sexual. That means those people are into you. That's what that's my rule of thumb is. Um, identify. What do you look? Okay, so you legally changed your name? Yes, I did. I I um, basically I was planning to change my name later on when I started transitioning, but there was an incident at my job where. You know, I couldn't present as female unless I had to change my name. So um, I changed my name. Um, I I filed the paperwork. Well, I turned in the paperwork um, in March, March 2018. I received the court date in um, in April 16th, and the court date was on April 26th. I changed my name to Inzari or whatever. Inzari means, uh, Zari means, um, river in the Bakong, in the Tikongo language of Central Africa. Um, I'm not sure if your listeners recall the, the name of the country, Zaire. I know what the country you're talking about, but it doesn't matter. But yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. So basically, um, Zaire. Inzari is the original form of Zaire. It's the original name of Zaire. It's Zaire is the derivative. Inzari means large river. And basically, they're talking about the Congo River. That's the African name of the Congo River, which, um, which I took um, basically because I used to say the words flow out of my mouth. The, the words the words of my the words of my mouth are a river of truth because you know I'm bad at telling lies okay and my middle name is Polakemi Polakemi means is short for Olua Polakemi which is come from which comes from the Yoruba language of Nigeria and it means I'm very familiar God has with that one upon me. I'm very familiar with that one only because most of the people I know from the continent of Africa is from Nigeria. And I feel like I have the strongest connection with Nigerian people than any other people in Africa. So I, I'm, I'm yes, probably you, you may never know. Probably your ancestors come from Africa. And I remember your face. You you look like you could be Nigerian, too. Well, so, I wouldn't be surprised. Know. So wait, so when, <laughs> you change, when you change your name, so in your ID, does it actually say female as well? Um, no, not yet, because I haven't gone through um, transition. I haven't gone through transition. In the state of Florida, you you are only allowed, if you are trans, you are only allowed to legally change your gender on all of your documents, including your birth certificate and your ID, when you present, when you are about to, when you are about to do the um, operation, the gynecology. A couple of weeks before you do the vaginoplasty, when your transition is almost complete. Wait, you mean to tell me you could even change it on your birth certificate after that? Yes. So, yes, question. I was able to change my name on my birth certificate. So, so no, 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 I'm talking so about changing. 
I'm, yes, I'm, I, yes. You, you, you can change your name and you can change your gender on the birth certificate. So, a quick question. So, how do you feel about some people that's some people that are trans that's in a relationship that choose to not say that up front? You don't think that's fraud? I mean, basically, you know, to my trans sisters who are doing that, you know, understand, you know, that you don't want to be rejected. But the thing about it is you're going to save yourself a lot of danger. You're going to save yourself from a lot of danger, a lot of problems, and a lot of heartache for you and the other person if you tell the truth. You know, do you think so, do, you, do you think that's right though? To I understand changing. I know I don't think it's right, but no. I kind of understand where they're coming from though. But that's not fair. I I personally don't think that's fair. I, you know, it's not fair. That's why I don't do it. Gotcha. Gotcha. I can't, I can't speak for the next person. I can't speak for the next person because I mean so the thing about it is so we're in the same space. Me and you yeah. think we we think that it's not fair. Yes. Okay. It's, it's not. Okay, I get it. You're a trans person, like, so you have to, you want, just like the person, just like the person has, just like you have uh, you have an opportunity to get to know the person for who they are. They should be able to have that same opportunity. Exactly. That's how I feel about people that that would do something like that. But aside from that, the fact that you're able to change your ID to say male to female and your birth certificate to say male or female you don't think there should be a clause in there that should say okay I was born as a male or I was born as a female or something when they sit up there and they do those things like like I was trying to explain to you from the name change uh-huh. basically it's not an actual it's not like an like a, an original birth certificate because your original birth certificate is your original birth certificate the 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 new the new version of the certificate is an the new document is an amendment. So of course they're going to have you listed as they're going to like I know for my new birth certificate they have me the um, in the amended version they have me they have me saying that my my name name for child was originally changed from such and such and such to Inzari. Well, I can mean the friend St. Remy, whatever. Oh, so okay. I sat up there and I took the last name of my grandmother's last name. Uh-huh. My grandmother's mate my, on my dad's side, her maiden name, and my mom's my mom's maiden name. Gotcha. You know, in the Latin style. You know how they have the father's family's last name first, and then the mother's family's last name second. Got you, got you. I know what you're saying. I have a niece who was born in Brazil, and that's how her last name is out is spelled out because of because of the fact that the Brazilian style of names when they're born, it is like that. I thought that was weird, but also cool at the same time. So, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's a way of Haitian people used to do that. Some Haitian people used to do that, or whatever. But it's a way of keeping, you know, being aware of the genealogy. Yeah, you know, and that's something that I'm going to continue with my children. Cool, interesting. So, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna end it soon because I, I'm, so there is you you do not one of the questions here was, so basically, I think I have an idea what the answer is, but you do not have no issue in the dating scene. I mean, of course you're not single, but I'm just saying overall, 
you as a trans woman, you don't have an issue finding guys, basically. No, I don't have an issue finding guys. It's just I want to find quality men. This is what I always say, you know, when it comes to men. You know, when it comes to me, men finding men, it's not, it's not hard to find dick. It's not hard to find guys because... You know, new dick, new dick comes like buses in Miami. One new one comes every 15 minutes. Okay? So, but the thing about it is, it's just like, okay, this dude can sit up there and say, oh, you pretty, you look sexy, ma. Sherry, ooh, belle, ooh, belle, oui. Women, blink, okay. Okay, and then after, like, after you see the guy past his muscles or past his dick size or past his, you know, past his good-looking face or whatever, it's just like, okay, what afterward? Because I'm 31, so it's just like, and I want to get married, so it's just like, okay, what oh, else do you have to offer? Are you stable? Right. Are you are you financially stable? Are you emotionally stable? Do you have a good relationship with your mother? Do you, and that goes to the other things that the the other qualifications that I want in a man. You know, gotcha. like. He has to be respectful and respectable. He has to be financially stable. He has to have goals, positive goals. He has to be in a legitimate and respectable job. He has to sit up there and be romantic, you know? So, be loving, be caring, be understanding, you know? Be merciful. Gotcha. You know, and he has to like children So basically, you're past, you're past the stage of just fucking around. You're looking for something serious. Um, you could say that, but I didn't do much fucking anyway. So. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I, I got, I got you. Huh? Interesting. So, real quick. So, do you, do you, um, the guys that you've been with in the past, have anybody ever tried to keep you a secret? As in, like, they don't want other yes. people to, yes. to know that they're because into this friends. Is the thing. I am in Creole. They call this term in Creole and French. They call this term matlot. In wait, that's what Matlock means? They call it Miet, Mieti. Wait, wait, that's what... That's For all what... the Jamaican listeners out there, you know, Mieti is basically uh, the name for the side chick. I was a side chick for... From the time I started dating until, I think, 2012 or whatever... So I was the side chick for various dudes, but when I found out that I was the side chick, I'm just like I left. Oh, you so, was a side chick, but you wasn't aware. Yes, I was not aware. When I did become aware, that's when I that's when I did the walkout. When you say you was the side chick, did the guy has a girlfriend or did he have another trans yes. girlfriend? Yes, they had they had a girlfriend. A girlfriend, they had a girlfriend. girlfriend. One of them had a one of them had a wife. Or a, whatever. A girl, girl, not like a trans at all. Not um, a cisgender girl, yes. So wait, it was a girl or was it a trans girl? Yes, cisgender means biologically born female. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. You, you, you know, you got to break it down to me like I'm a three year old because I really am new to this. <laughs> so it, please bear with me. Okay, wow, that that's is okay. That's the you don't find that to be disgusting though that a dude would do something like that. Not aside from um, aside from having you as a side chick, but the fact that they're presenting themselves to a woman as if they're. But but then again, you did say that guys that are into you, you don't consider them gay. But it's still yeah. hard. It's hard for me to believe. To it's hard for me to grasp that if I if 
if I'm do you I do mean, you do you understand why that is hard to grasp at least where I'm coming from? I mean, no, not really because you know I have a different religion, so like it's like basically you know I'm when it comes to actual I look at it from a spiritual standpoint, like a traditional, oh. really, really, really traditional Haitian standpoint. Because I, since I practice voodoo, you know, the thing about it is it's just like gender is something that is very fluid in our faith oh, or whatever. Okay. I see how you view so, it. Because I just view it as if, if, you're, if you have a vagina, you're a woman. If you have a penis, you're a guy. That's, per, that's personally how I view it and has always viewed it yeah. in life. But, you know, I am open to under, try to understand where um, these other concepts and terms are coming from. But I'm not there yet. And it's okay. Yeah. Huh. Wow. This is this is this was great, honestly. This was great. I think I'm uh we're gonna end it here for now. I'm hoping, you know, in the future we're able to do this again if we have time, if you're able or willing. And I enjoyed this because of this is Of course I am. Of course I am. I think the problem with a lot of us Caribbean people is the fact that we don't have enough platforms to hear uh, the other side. It's just like we have people that basically, especially through their music, and I'm not going to name any names, but um, we have a lot of artists, whether they be Haitian, whether they be Jamaican, whether they be Bahamian or Trinidadian or or Bayesian or Guyanese or Guadalupean or Martinican, they sit up there and they'll, sit, they'll talk about a lot of misinformation and a lot of ignorance about LGBT persons. And it's just like, okay, there are no platforms. It's just like okay, oh, we're thank talking you. about a group of people. We're talking about a group of people, basically, who are not allowed to speak for themselves and tell their own side of oh the story my and God. their experience. Thank you for saying that, because I view that the same way. It's the same as if like a group of white men is talking about black people or for black people. No, you can't yeah. do that because there's no black people inside. It's just like in today's world, how you know there's shit being created right now where they're writing certain movies or stories about black people but there's nobody black writing it so it's the same concept so i completely get that because this is the number one reason why i wanted to have you on because i don't of course i have the view or the idea of what i think a trans person is but why go through life like that when i actually now know a trans person that i could just ask because at this point, mm-hmm. if I ask and you tell me, okay, this is what it's supposed to be. This is what it's not supposed to be. This is how you should say it. Because I hate hearing, for example, prior, I ain't gonna lie, this podcast has changed my view on a lot of things. Prior to this podcast, I literally had one view about gay people. And um. my view was very narrow. And I realized there's a lot of, there's a lot of different type of gay people out there. I mean, well, I mean, that's how we were raised in this culture. This culture is very um, yeah. and, religious. So and I, everything, everything is like, if it's not in the Bible, then we don't think that way. Yeah, but I'm a different cat because I don't give a fuck about, to be honest with you, I don't give a fuck about half the shit that's in the Bible. Because people pick and choose what they want to view what's good or what's bad in the Bible. But that's another story for another day. I don't want to get into that right now. But I do appreciate you coming. I feel like I had, there was something else I was supposed to say that I didn't finish. But I really appreciate this. And I'm hoping for you guys that's listening, 
have gained some type of information, knowledge from all of this as much as I did. Because I'm here with you. I ain't no shit about shit. And what am <laughs> I? I ain't no shit about I'm just being real. I ain't no shit about shit. So I'm just here. I'm just... Is This is going to be interesting. I just... I'm excited. When the last time you've been to Haiti? Or have you been back since you left? I have, I've been to Haiti. Um, the last time I was there was after the the coup d'etat for Aristide. was in, I think, 2005. Oh, I was okay. planning to go. I actually was planning to go this year, you know, to see my boyfriend and his family and, and my family as well. So we could all be formally introduced to each other. So, oh. but um, due to, yes. Back to that. I, I, keep, I know I keep saying I'm going to end it, but I, 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 this is what I want to say. So you don't feel like you might be catfish in some ways because that he's... Um, no. Even though no. you guys FaceTime or whatever, Skype, whatever it is, you don't feel like there's any form of... You know how the stigma is. You're in America. Somebody's in another country. You know how it is. They're going to try to use you to get over here to do what they want and things like that. You don't get that vibe or you don't think that's what you're going through. Right no, now. I don't get that vibe. And honestly, I, I have my ways of fixing the solution, you know, that we're not going to discuss on the topic. Okay, that's <laughs> I mean, that's, that we're not going to discuss here because that would be, you know, um, violating the things of the law. I, I got you. It's cool. It's cool. I, I get what I see what you're doing. I see. I see where you're going. <laughs> I see where you're going. I got you. I got you. All right, listeners. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for... um. Being a guest here, I really appreciate it. This is new to me. Last one, I swear to God. So, there was a time, this was a while ago, I, I was around some family members, and they was having discussions. It wasn't just family members, it was some friends. Basically, it was a room full of Caribbean people, not just Haitians. Oh, my God. And then, yeah. we started talking, the gay topic came up. And I'm, and I'm sitting there, they're talking, it's always negative, or, or, you know, keep that shit over there, they don't want that around here, they hope their kids are never like that. And then I said something. I was like, yo, why do y'all give a fuck so much? Because at the end of the day, yeah. why does it matter? And I remember somebody came up to me and was like, yo, why are you defending gay people so much? Are you gay or something? And I thought that was hilarious. And my thing about it is, it's just like Caribbean people are so focused on filling out gender stereotypical roles. And they're so focused on those. Um, like, this is the thing. What I do is my business. I don't talk about how you're dealing with this underage girl. I don't talk about how you smoke weed. I don't talk about Speak how about you it. sit up there. People, people dealing with underage kids, not just girls, is the other way too. Because I remember the first time I yeah. had sex was with somebody that was way older than me. So, yes, I yeah. completely get, speak on it. I completely get what you're saying. Completely. Yes. So I honestly, like I said, I don't sit up there and talk, I don't sit up there and worry about your sexual proclivities. And I'm just like, so, my business is my business. It's the fact, the fact of the matter, the fact, I mean, the fact that you stay talking about it, it's just like, that's a reflection on you. Because I don't give a shit about what you do. I don't give a shit about you or whatever. Like, the fact you're talking about me, me and mine, I'm just like, nah, boom. That's, that's a... That's a reflection on you. That's a PPPI, a personal problem, personal issue. That's something that you have to work out in therapy with yourself. Hey, what is what is your relationship with like people who's gay? Because I had a, I had um, a oh my god, like how do they like, view you? Because I know some gay people. I know they don't. I know personally. I personally know some gay people that don't fuck with trans people. Um. Well, yeah, that's true. Like when it comes to 
feminine feminine guys when it comes to femmes i don't really um deal with them what is femmes? and it's not because they're feminine it's not because wait what are, what are femmes i thought that was uh femmes for dykes. Are, femmes are basically um femmes are basically guys who act effeminate guys who are effeminate oh those gay guys gay that's feminine. yes so um those many of them i even when i i even when i identified as gay i didn't really deal with i didn't really have too many gay friends because a lot of them were messy a lot of them were very divisive a lot of them were just i mean the the trauma was way too much for me and they were always quick to sleep with somebody's man you know i'm just like i don't know how you can be friends they'll they'll be friends they'll be friends a female or they'll be friends they'll be friends a straight female they'll be friends one of their other gay one of the one uh, another gay femme and it's just like they're friends with this person and yet they'll sleep with that person's man or they'll flirt with that person's man or they'll try to seduce that person's man that just uh, doesn't sit well with me okay okay well yeah all right we're gonna end it here. No. I think we, we we this is longer than I wanted it to be, but it's okay because I I like this. So before we end, um, once again, listeners, uh, don't forget, um, we on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and please, if you like this, uh, if you like it for the for the for the first time, listeners, if you appreciate this episode and you're listening to the Apple Podcast, please don't forget to leave us a review. And before we end, would you like to any last words, or do you want the listeners to follow? Do you want to? Normally, what we do we share our social media and we tell people to follow us if you want to. I'm gonna leave that to you. Okay. Um, basically, I would like the listeners to please check me out at at True Charm on my Instagram. That's um, at t lowercase t r u underscore c h a r m e for instagram and my um facebook page is um basically la france inzari la france saint remy my full name and um my um my twitter is at la inzari um which is l a v a r i e underscore Inzari N Z A R I and my YouTube is um Lavre Inzari S A which is same spelling but this time in lowercase lowercase uh, excuse me in um capital letters. Dope. So. Well, thank you once again for the um episode and then I'm a uh, I'm hitting N on here.